0: Welcome to the Blunt Letters Podcast. I'm your host, Electric, and I'm joined by my co host, Michaela Superstar. A
1: superstar. I said it with you.
0: Nice. And our Googler, <laughs> Gerbil.
1: Gerbil. I said the
2: it regular star.
0: <laughs> Just and plain old star. We got a really special guest today, too.
1: It's Keeley the Teeth Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. So excited. Yeah, we met you at the San Jose Art First Friday thing. And then we just got talking about teeth and found out we were both super obsessed. So I had to have you on. I was like, oh, my God, they love teeth just like I do. <laughs> Nobody loves I'm teeth so like lucky. I do. You know
0: so much about teeth.
1: <laughs> but it turns out keely likes teeth more than i do You're not alone <laughs> i'm not alone <laughs> but you definitely are the superior one of teeth knowledge so i'm so excited to talk about teeth
3: Me too. i'm so excited to talk about them and have a conversation about them <laughs> oh, excellent yeah. i'm excited so, to
0: learn about teeth like i don't even know a lot of the basics about like how they're made they... out of bone they... i know that i know they're made out of bones but there's like layers and they have Actually... like Things inside of them that are alive and they can die and I don't know. Oh,
1: like elves and shit, right? Uh-huh. Monkeys. Teeth elves. Monkeys. What the fuck? <laughs> teeth minions. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. So much to learn tonight. <laughs> teeth minions. Tooth-
3: I'm missing some teeth. Because some
0: minion stole it. A tooth fairy stole
4: my teeth.
3: Were you born without them? Like, did they not grow in with your adult teeth or did you lose them?
0: No, I lost... One, cause of uh, poor, something. I don't know actually. Why was it? Because I was bad at going to the dentist. Was it because I'm genetically dispos dis, disposed? Dispose <laughs> to, I don't know why But it's gone now. Mm. Bye bye tooth, baby. Hey, did you keep it? No. You ever like pop it back in? Just <laughs> to see what it feels like no. No, it was broken. So I was like,
1: I got to say, they smash it all up, right? They had to smash it, up, right? like to smash it up. Yeah. That's On, the worst.
0: Yeah. I was like, they were like, do you want it? And I was like, fuck no. It was, caused me so much pain. I was like, fucking, this is where we part ways, you know?
1: hmm. hmm. Well, gone yeah, forever so, now. Those doctors so, are doing witchcraft with your teeth now.
0: Ew. With my teeth? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so gross.
1: She didn't want them. Magic time.
0: Magic Gross. time. Yeah, so I'm really excited to learn about teeth tonight and what they can tell <laughs> us, right? There's so many things we can learn about people based on their teeth even after they're deceased. Yeah, yeah. it's
3: called postmortem persistence. Whoa. And I like that I like that alliteration, postmortem persistence. Yeah, me <laughs> too. And they're I like steal vaults. That. They're like vaults of secrets of our human past it's really interesting they're just the coolest That's oh my god so cool. i'm so excited so excited
2: that was i that know was two right? like band names right
3: there vaults of human secrets
1: <laughs> yeah dude yeah we're vault of human secrets
0: there really is stuff inside of them see i called it
1: Didn't, no one <laughs> said you were wrong <laughs> 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 all right cool oh yeah so yeah. Oh Oh. yeah. So should we do what are you drinking? Get it out of the way so we can just start talking about teeth or what?
0: Hell yeah. What are you drinking Michaela?
3: Oh no wait. What are you drinking Keely? <laughs> I'm <laughs> drinking water. Nice. I'm probably going to make some masala tea at a break point but at the moment I was lazy and I'm just drinking water. <laughs> nice. It's good for nice. your teeth. Good
1: for your teeth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you drinking electric? I'm
0: drinking a highball tonight. Back to being a high baller.
1: Nice, right?
0: Um, so I chose to do the spicy tamarind vodka with a blood orange seltzer and just a mm. squish, a squish of lime.
1: Um, Ew! Was it rotten? Why is it squishing and not squeezing?
0: I just, <laughs> I just said that that way, but it's it, it is actually what I did. I did squish it too. I know. I kind of like squash. squish
2: better, actually. Uh, with I oh, squish of lime. I, yeah. yeah. a I squished it
0: between those squish two things on the lime squeezer. Squisher. L- lime, the lime lever. We like alliteration too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's nice. That sounds really delicious. It's
0: alright. It's pretty good. It's very nicely uh, balanced. <laughs> you don't sound that impressed. <laughs> Thank you. What are you drinking?
1: <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. Michaela. Uh I'm I think I named it Purple Grapes with a Z, as I like to, because nice. I squished up these mm. weird grapes I got. They taste like candy. They're like really dark purple, and they're called gumdrop grapes. They're mm. really good. And so I squished those up with Ooh. that creme de violetta and some purple gin, and I just put some seltzer on top, some lemon seltzer. It's really good. It sounds mm. really delicious. I like that you grapes. went all
0: purple. You're like, oh, you know what? Purple grapes, violetta, purples, gin. Yeah. And a little yellow on top.
1: I did it! And yellow <laughs> on top, yeah. <laughs> lemon, all right? I get it now. It's lemon. It's not yellow flavored. I get it. <laughs> it's just Fuck, really... I'll never live it down. I think, I'll never live I think, that down. I think
0: that's another one we should just change and be like, it's fucking yellow. You know what I mean? Right? It's
1: more visceral to say also, it that Also, do, do you guys feel as betrayed as I do that they turned the green Skittles from lime to melon? what oh, yeah. yes the... yes really yes when did that happen a while ago i, like I just melon. wish they introduced a yeah. the whole I mean... new one instead of taking lime away pink yeah they
2: could have made melon any color yeah right? there's all kinds of melons yeah
3: yeah orange well, orange, is orange what
1: what well, orange is orange
2: yeah could have been just like a different yeah, shade is it of a different green. shade of
0: green or is it the same green no they. A would, i think they were
1: just like nobody likes lime let's just replace it or something that's
0: absurd but...
1: I love the lime ones. I'm really mad. Yeah, I like and to I have like, a yellow taste and different. A green. Yeah. I was like this tastes different. And then I was like the melon. I was like absurd. And then I looked at the bag and I was like it's <laughs> true. I was outraged. Green should be lime. Yellow is lemon. <laughs> Agree. Red is cherry oh out, my like, god now go you're getting like, into the that. tropical
3: don't
1: skittles don't even <laughs> Ugh, like laffy
3: taffy. that's my favorite me too oh you guys banana? i hate bananas but banana laffy taffy i fuck with it's really really good
1: oh, <laughs> i love it i don't it. like the fake oh. banana i don't like the fake bananas but whatever we've had talked about this so many times anyway <laughs> we really have all right so <laughs> yeah. what do you- we do know. It. We this could be a candy podcast. It Yum. really could be. Mm-hmm.
0: Gerbil, what are you drinking?
2: Uh I'm drinking uh kava Whoa. actually. What's kava? Um yeah. It's some like root I-, I got it at this bar where I got the where I tried yeah. Kratom for the first time too. And I got a bag of it and it's it's pretty cool. Do you know what it is? It like
1: calms you down. Yeah yeah you...
2: exactly so um i haven't really tried it too much so it's pretty good it no. doesn't taste great yeah it makes my it's mouth weird. kind of numb mm-hmm. which i like i don't
3: love the yeah. numb mouth so it's thing. kind of fun it makes me feel like i have like pins and needles yeah it's
2: a little weird and also
3: yeah. like really bad cotton mouth and i don't yeah. like that <laughs> it's really astringent
2: yeah mm. so i i'm on the fence about it right now but yeah. i'm gonna see how it goes through the rest of this i don't
1: love it it's supposed to be really good yeah. for you though so yeah yeah Oh, really?
0: Oh, that's... I don't care about that. I love it. It's good for me. Fuck this.
1: Are you sick of having things stuck in the cracks of your teeth?
0: Yeah, I'm always getting stuff stuck in there.
1: Are you tired of being embarrassed in public by having some nasty shit all up in there? There's always something in my grill. Spinach or popcorn kernels. Well then, I'm gonna blow your mind out of your asshole.
2: Only nerds have dozens of teeth.
1: You need tooth. You need tooth. You only need two. One on the bottom, one on the top.
0: No more flossing for me. Those days are over.
1: I was spending thousands of dollars on water picks. Strings and flosses and things to put between my teeth, but not anymore. With Unitooth, I'm just ready to go with a clean sweep of the toothbrush. And I'm squeaking clean <laughs> for the rest of the day. Unitooth is adjustable. Use it however you like. Customize your teeth and make however many you'd like. Take them out. Put them in your butt cheeks. You ever heard of the us Asshole, the stock? Thanks, Unitooth. Now I'm living a William Burroughs nightmare. I couldn't whistle
0: forever, but thanks to Unitooth's new two tooth system, I can toot all day, it
1: toot.
2: Put it in your hand for a fun party trick.
1: Using our patented enamel foam, you put it in overnight in our mold and it, it fills in all the cracks. Just simply melding all of your teeth into one. The
0: unitooth. Finally, all your teeth can live as one biome.
2: Prune your garden with your face.
0: Unitooth's patented super hard material means you can bite through things you never thought you could before. Think of the possibilities.
1: Tires. Seashells. Nutshells. Bullets.
0: Computer screens.
1: Shoes. Entire monkeys. Do not use
0: if you are currently possessed or
1: lactating.
0: Get Unitooth and say goodbye to flossing forever. Now all you need is a squeegee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> squeeze squee. You need tooth, you need tooth. You only need two. One on the bottom, one on the top. get into
0: the teeth. Let's get I'm to. I'm always th- ready to get into teeth. <laughs> Where do
1: we start.
0: Sink our teeth into it.
1: Oh, God. You were just waiting to say that, weren't you?
3: I was waiting since two seconds ago when I thought of it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Cool. Oh, okay.
3: The i'm trying to think of where a good place to start i have some notes that i wrote down for like why some do we
1: have teeth just <laughs> kidding
3: yeah why do we even have these teeth how come they're the only ones on the outside why can't we
1: just mash things up i
3: guess i could start with like some teeth facts like about them yeah
1: give like us your are. favorite teeth facts
3: i don't think i could choose a favorite i think it's like when someone says your favorite movie
1: <laughs> yeah Sorry, I don't mean to make sports. Yeah, no, I, I didn't mean to make it. I just meant like hit us with whatever you want with the teeth. Bags. That's all I meant.
3: So the way the tooth is formed is there's the outside layer, which is what you see that white, quote unquote white, but it has a natural range of color from more yellowish to even gray sometimes or bluish. But um, that outer layer is 98% mineralized. So it's really really sturdy and that's what makes it so good um for not biodegrading post-mortem and then on the inside it's bone like but not actually made of bone and it's the dentin and that's 80 to 80 wait 70 to 80 percent i think mineralized or 80 to 90 percent one of those ranges around 80 percent mineralized wow so that's also a really hard tissue and then Beyond that is the root, and then throughout there's the dental pulp, and then on the outside is where the plaque builds and stuff like that. I'm not really good at all, like, I'm not a dentist, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of interested in the parts of the teeth as it relates to the things that I'm interested in studying. I graduated um, with a degree in biological anthropology. And I focused on bones and teeth in that degree. But since then, I'm not in any formal education. I just have a bachelor's. I just am a passionate tooth person. I just love teeth. So I like to stay up on the on the research and be in the know of what's happening in the teeth anthropology world. <laughs> nice.
1: Okay. Okay, cool. Just for our listeners.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That That's good context that I wanted to include. Um, but so... The dental enamel is what makes teeth so good at being like so persistent over time. And it's because the dental enamel basically forms as a, as a ceramic layer. It's referred to as bioceramic. So it's bioceramic fossilized tissue.
0: When Whoa. you get, oh Fossilized
3: yeah, ceramic <laughs> tissue. Yeah. And it's because the organic matrix of your enamel that you have in other um, tissues is completely replaced by minerals, so it becomes like just unlike any other like bone or tissue in your body. It's completely, whoa. it's like own realm of thing. The enamel, it's like its own special category of whoa. I don't know body tissue. Not Ceramics. It. That's really whoa. interesting.
1: That's
2: fascinating.
1: Isn't that cool? So it really is like enamel, like on ceramics, where they like you enamel a piece of ceramic. It's like, yeah, ready lunch?
3: Yeah, you get it strong coated so that it can do all the mastication work that you need. There's actually a word. Oh, I wrote this down. It's a phrase in French, and I don't speak French, but I'm going to say it anyways. But it's raison d'être. Mm-hmm. And that refers to the paradox that teeth are more durable post mortem than they are when you're alive. Because that's also something that that's what I actually i think if i had to choose a favorite tooth fact it would be that that they're more durable unlike any other part of your body post-mortem than they are when you're alive because you're constantly degrading them through life and you're constantly down this makes so much sense to me now why people always look at like
0: your dental records or like in explosions and stuff they identify them by their teeth i was like why wouldn't the teeth explode they are built to last they're meant to stick around for a long time that's really interesting
3: yeah and they really are because the ways that they evolved as like to eat really hard foods like functioning almost as like a mortar and pestle and that's more like with flat teeth so teeth whose cusp isn't really visible it just kind of looks like a square on top Mm -hmm. that works really well as like a mortar and pestle type tool but it requires such a strong coating on the outside that our enamel is just like impenetrable. It's crazy how resilient it is over time. And what makes it so good for studying from an anthropological perspective on the evolution of human diet and migration patterns is the fact that within the dentin, um, you store isotopes. So like different elements, right. obviously, mm-hmm. in are like your dentin. And when your tooth is forming, it incorporates isotopes So I'm going to focus on it with like a specific example, which would be my favorite are the strontium isotopes. So I'm just going to use strontium Mm -hmm, isotope mm -hmm. for context. So when your dentin is forming, it will replace some of the calcium that it requires with strontium isotopes. And there are stable isotope pairs of strontium that basically are unaffected by the degradation over time. So they stay stable millions of years post-mortem. they just stay the exact same. So you can actually extract that strontium through mass spectrometry. And when you put it through the mass spec and it gives you all the different ratios, this is this is really cool stuff. You can actually see like, okay, their strontium ratios do not reflect at all the ratios that we're extracting from granite samples where the remains were found. And that would mean that they came from elsewhere. So mm-hmm. where? And this is really interesting in the context of one migration patterns, and then also tracking ancestral roots of people who were stolen during the transatlantic slave trade. Wow. And moved over because you can, because the way that all of those records work, it just shows the port where the ship left Africa, but they had stolen the people sometimes right. hundreds of miles away and made them trek all that way. So it doesn't actually reflect where people were from. So through the strontium analysis, you can kind of start to isolate like different areas in a landmass in their granite rocks are going to have different strontium ratios. And from that, you can be like, okay, maybe they came from one of these three places. Like these seem more likely. So it's really interesting to use that in um, many different ways where it's beneficial to track migration patterns and ancestral origins. Wow. That's really cool. That's you have amazing. to be like
0: a detective, right? You're like, okay, because you only have limited information. Tooth detective. Is that a job? It sounds like it definitely is a job. You need That's to use cool. a mass spectrometer, whatever that is. It sounds like a really cool machine or like some kind of one of those things that spins everything around. I don't know what a mass spectrometer <laughs> is. I'm just
3: imagining it's it. It's huge. And like, I won't go into the super details because I think I'm going to mess up explaining it, but basically you extract some of the dentin, you add some water, you put it through this machine, and it uses gravity, I think, and it pulls some of the isotopes down, and then it comes out on the sheet with like all the ratios of the different elements and isotopes that are in the compound that you put in the mass spec. And this is a job, there's a researcher over at UC Santa Cruz, Dr. Vicky Olze, it's German name, but it's O-E-L-Z-E and she is doing research with a ton of different archaeologists and anthropologists around the globe at trying to build a global map of strontium ratios so that it can help in research because I mean to get those ratios for different areas in a landmass you actually have to go and like get the rocks and do the extraction and find those initial ratios so that's a project that they're working on over there to assist some of the research and I pointed out her specifically because uh, she was a professor of mine in college and she was just fabulous. Like, oh, that's rad. she does great, great research. She runs a lab at UC Santa Cruz. Y'all should check it out or anyone who's interested in like primates and anthropology mm-hmm. and any of that stuff. She's a great researcher.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll check her out.
3: Yeah, link in the show oh, notes yeah. too.
0: Really cool. So, you said that there's other things that you can tell from teeth
3: post-mortem like what other things can you figure out so strontium are just one of the isotopes <clears throat> that you can extract but you can extract like nitrogen isotopes and you can compare nitrogen 13 and 14 and kind of estimate a trophic level that mm-hmm. an animal was on within their biosphere of their like what they were eating and who was eating them right. you can kind of estimate trophic level And then through carbon, that's one of the most popular ones. It's, I believe, carbon 13 and 14 or 12 and 13. I'm always bad at that stuff. But those ratios can help you estimate whether they were eating primarily C3 plants or C4 plants. And Mm C3 plants are more in, like, drier climates. C4 plants are, like, tropical plants Mm -hmm. to keep it really general. Right, right. And so then you can start to build... This profile of estimating diet and then that is where you get so much information, because if you have a full set of dentition from someone the way that your teeth form are when you're about six months old, like in utero. Your teeth start your baby teeth start to form and when you're born, you have your full two sets of teeth already in there. And when your adult teeth are ready to come in, they send a little signal up to your baby teeth and are like, hey, start moving. Your body essentially resorbs the tooth root completely. So you're left with like just the crown of like the enamel and hard tissue. Mm-hmm. And that is what pops out. And it's only held on by the, um, oh, there's some ligament that holds it on. I'm not sure oh, what the name that's is. you remember is it like a
0: really small ligament or something? Like is it different yeah. from all the other ones? Like it's just like
3: periodontal ligament, I think is what it is. And it's a ligament that holds it in. So your after your big your adult teeth erupt, your wisdom teeth start forming after that. Right. So your teeth in your main set of jaw could have different C three, C four plant ratios than your wisdom teeth. Right. So right. that can show you about someone like, okay, maybe. If their their primary set of adult teeth, not their wisdom tooth, show that they ate primarily tropical plants, but then their wisdom teeth are showing that they're not eating tropical plants anymore and it's primarily C three plants, you can then estimate that they moved at some point or right. shifted locations or there was a big ecological shift in the actual like biosphere that they were living in. I'm like absorbing everything you said about the teeth
0: like reabsorbing their root and then popping off the top that's that teeth are something else like there's no other part of the
1: is that why baby teeth feel so weird because they're not really teeth in a way they're not a whole tooth what
0: do you mean feel
1: they feel lighter and shit you know what i mean you ever have a little baby tooth and it seems hollow or something oh yeah where you're
0: holding it in your hand
1: and it it feels like nothing yeah yeah yeah
0: that's why the fairies can carry it away
1: they suck it out (laughs) they suck out the marrow that's what i thought but i guess i was wrong (laughs)
3: I mean, kind of true. Your body just resorbed the root. So you are the tooth fairy in this case and scenario. They
1: live in one of those layers. Like I said, pure science. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Proven.
3: They will be like lighter because they're one just smaller too. And then they'll be hollow when they're actually.
1: That's what I mean. Yeah. They felt more like husks as opposed to like little tiny teeth or something. Do you know what I mean? At least the ones I keep under my bed. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> at least a jar of them i keep around your tooth collection <laughs> baby teeth collection
3: yeah i think that the oldest baby tooth that has been found in the archaeological record was 3.4 million years ago whereas the oldest tooth that we found like an adult i'm talking about a uh, human teeth or a, right. someone in the genus, um was about six million years ago So really big time difference, like that's like a three million year time frame where I don't and I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure that's the oldest one to my knowledge. So that I think is a testament to how poorly they can be preserved and also just hard to find through archaeological excavation because they are so small.
0: It's amazing they wouldn't get ground to nothing,
3: you know. That's, I think, what happens most times, most likely.
1: Or maybe they had rituals where they ground up their baby teeth and sprinkled them. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to John. <laughs> <laughs> Ger-ball, Ger-ball. <laughs> you sound like you're saying it backwards. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, snort it, though. That'd be fun. That's so yeah. crazy.
3: We can also oh. use teeth to, like, beyond just using their isotopes, we can also then see, like, periods of malnutrition in tooth formation. So what will happen is as your tooth is forming, it kind of forms in, like, slow layers. There's, like, a ton of little groups that are up there and are, like, doing their little work, have their own teams, and they're building their little tooth, but... dwarves I know. They're cute.
1: <laughs> so you can tell people are mal- malnourished.
3: Oh, yeah, because it kind of forms as, like, almost ridges. Like, you can see with a trained eye, you can see where... They might have had a period of extreme malnutrition mild malnutrition which can indicate things about lifestyle and then also a huge indicator of lifestyle is the dental microwear analysis so that's where you're looking at like the scratches on the teeth on a microscopic level but then also on a broader level how the teeth have worn down over time like how I was saying how uh, flatter teeth are more used as like a mortar and pestle. But then if you see like an herbivore, their teeth are going to have really high cusps that like scrape against each other. So through that range of like how teeth wear has affected people over time, you can kind of get an idea of diet. I think one of the really cool things too about teeth, everything's cool. I'm just <laughs> going to say that about everything I have to say. It's just, it's all cool. Um, yeah. This is like the part where I have insight-ish on why we have cavities like did they have dentists like what were early humans doing what the hell did yeah. they break it? like i think
1: that all the time yeah did they knock so, their own teeth out when they hurt did like... they just die from dental stuff all the time yeah
0: oh yeah that's <laughs> a great question yeah like an abscess
1: yeah yeah it seems like people still today get really sick from those and almost die and infections it's like well the you know cavemen didn't have penicillin well maybe they did i don't fucking know ancient aliens or whatever but like (laughs) i don't know i'm just saying like they probably didn't have medicine to cure them so maybe like when they died in their 20s or whatever it's because their teeth were bad but probably not maybe not yeah
3: actually almost certainly not most of the that's cool most of the dental remains are in way, way better dental condition than our teeth. That's And that we can thank the sugary processed diet of the modern day. And then as well as that, the advent of cooking, cooking is more related to the change in the fact that we need braces or might remove the wisdom teeth. I can get into the difference between that, but in general, yeah, like cooking and then the really sugary processed diet are the big the big two and why all other mammals have the same tooth setup that we do like we have baby teeth they get pushed out by adult teeth we keep those adult teeth that's it except for elephants who i believe can regrow their teeth six times and then i think manatees can regrow I'm not sure, but more than humans they can regrow.
1: Damn, they need to get spliced some of that DNA yeah. up into our shit. I would like to have my teeth yeah. grow back.
3: Same. They're working on bad. that. That's really so cool. oh I would take that. Yes. I would take that. Yeah. It's like in the works. It's in the research. Yeah. They're taking like the genes that make have sharks and alligators and stuff be able to regenerate teeth in that way. They're trying to alter that so because that, we we are left after our teeth fall out, our adult teeth, we still have the whole setup. It's like right. the workshop's there, but the lights are off and it's locked up. Like nobody's mm. but if you have something, if you like put like a little like you would almost need like starting kombucha or something, you need like a scoby or whatever. You right. need like a little tooth bud to like go in there. Yeah. And then you need like the process to start. But we have the the mechanics are there right, for right. regenerating teeth. Wow. So, that's something that's in the works in terms of like genetic alterations for our Whoa. teeth growth, which is really fascinating. Yeah,
0: that's one of the most exciting scientific Hell steps yeah. forward
3: I've heard in a long time.
1: Next step: shark teeth <laughs> out. <Ow. Can't> wait. <laughs> <laughs> ow, ow. <laughs> oh yeah, I could just get layers of them and <laughs> be all like rows of sharp ass teeth. No one will fuck with you then, Shh. or probably make out with you. But well, it's a small price to pay for shark teeth
3: you could still have some extra teeth that grow in different parts um that you know how like some people will have a tooth that grows from the lower gum almost two in one spot it'll come out oh yeah some people get teeth mm-hmm. it's more rare but from the roof of the mouth it's been documented and then also nasal mm-hmm. passage yeah it's been documented that people have had a tooth I've growing that passage, Ooh, i That's really, it's really, really interesting. I have bad teeth, but my teeth are, it's the right amount. I've never had any extra teeth or any like severe dental work. I've just had a shit ton of cavities, like so many fucking cavities. It's horrifying. Like it's embarrassing. It just is what it is. But but you and me both. Me too. too. That's what initially like sparked my interest in this entire interest in teeth was I was in college and I was like, Talking to one of my friends, and she was like, "Oh, I've never had a cavity." And I was like, "Bitch, I've had like sixty. I've had like sixty fucking cavities." What yeah. do you mean you never had a cavity? Yeah. And then I was like, "That's crazy." But then I was like, "Well, I was like, what were people doing? Because all my teeth would be gone. I don't yeah. get how I would have survived." And then um that's what started like my interest in this whole topic. But yeah, basically, what I learned was yeah, our diet, our diet really <laughs> our teeth so bad. Like,
1: yeah, it makes sense.
3: In some ancient remains, we do see some indicators of maybe some gum disease or other periodontal diseases through the impact that that then has on the tooth itself. You can right. kind of see um, on the enamel some markers of gum disease and stuff like that. but it's just so much it's so much more rare than now. And the reason that our teeth get so crowded is because we don't chew on those hard foods anymore. We don't use, or the meats, like we don't use our jaws in the same way that we have. So our jaw is getting smaller, but our teeth have not got the memo and they're Mm -hmm. the same size. So our teeth are now like, well, where the hell do I go? Oh, whoa. Yeah. They're like, what do I do here?
0: Our jaws are getting smaller because we don't have to crunch as hard on our food. Is it the muscle or is it the bone?
1: I love crunchy food. Uh, uh, uh. it's a caveman in me
3: (laughs) that's a really interesting question about the muscle or the bone i think that i don't i don't really know the total answer to this question Mm-hmm. That's a question that's more in the mandible department and that's where I usually lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fuck like, you, mandible! Yeah, we we'll- I know that I should be interested in it because I'm like, uh, it's like such crucial information. Like that's a really great question. And I wish I knew the answer. Go and the I floor! feel like I the answer, but-
0: he's on yeah. top of it. He's on we'll top it. of it. We'll find out. I mean it makes sense that it would be
3: both. Well, I do know that our, our bones do adjust for our lifestyle.
2: That's what I was thinking.
3: Like the way that our like our bones are gonna change based on how we're living. Like I was a dancer, an Irish dancer growing up. So it was Mm -hmm. a lot of footwork. And now my two big toes are like weird looking. (laughs) They have like extra bone growth on the side. And I'm just like, why are you like this? (laughs) But yeah, it's just because my body was like, ah, we need a little bit more bone here. So I could see it being definitely a mix of either the bone leading the way or almost a combination of muscle and bone together. Right, because your muscles hold your bones in
0: place, right? So if you don't build up your jaw muscles, you wouldn't necessarily need to have a big bone there. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Just logically, like... Just thinking about yeah. how bodies work that would i don't have any science to back that up but that's just what i'm thinking
5: in a world that once seemed normal an innocuous invention known as tree pants emerged onto the scene little did we know these seemingly harmless trousers would trigger an event of extreme proportions changing the course of human history forever is that chicken wearing what? Imagine chickens strutting around in these absurdly designed pants, flexing their newfound fashion sense with gusto. But fashion isn't where it stopped. Oh my god,
1: she's heading our way, and she's angry.
5: From the makers of Blood Voyage and Demon Squeaker comes the newest action packed trip into terror. Prepare yourself for a tale of epic proportions that will leave you questioning the very fabric of reality. Brace for a saga of chaos, feathered frenzy, and an uprising so bizarre it could only be born from the wildest corners of your imagination. Behold, the terrifying hazards of chickens wearing pants and the unthinkable consequences that followed.
1: This just in. Unbelievable catastrophe alert. Poultry pants spark global chicken uprising. Oh, my God, honey. We just had poultry pants for dinner last night.
4: I feel sick.
5: As the avian counterparts paraded around in their unorthodox attire, something inexplicable began to happen. Soon, their clucks turned into complex conversations, (laughs) and their tiny brains expanded into grand libraries of knowledge. With each pant-clad step, they grew smarter, or organized, or ambitious.
1: What started out as a as fashionable fowls turned into a full-blown uprising. What do we do? We all call the Breaking Beaks Brigade—the only people standing up to these foul, foul. Wait, I mean foul, foul.
5: Armed with pants and an insatiable thirst for power. Chickens devised strategies, infiltrated human spaces, and initiated an unforeseen global upheaval. Cities fell to their beak-wielding armies, and the world spiraled into a clucking chaos. But one group of humans
1: We will not give in to the chicken overlords and the feathered regime. Chicken generals command armies, poultry philosophers ponder the meaning of life, and flocks of diplomats negotiate treaties with bewildered humans. Why are we standing up for this? We are ten times bigger than them, and we have been wearing pants for thousands of years. I wear pants! Fucking hate chicken! fuck those chickens our schools were turned into egg incubators highways were transformed into cornfields skyscrapers made roost for these power-hungry me chicken me chickens. leaders chickens with pants called the shots and we relegated to the role of obedient subjects well no more we will fight
5: this thanksgiving fear poultry and pants like you've never feared them before come experience the comments. tell yourself only a movie
3: another thing that's really interesting about the ways that oh wait i have a good quote actually to start with it's from professor vicky oles olza i'm really bad at pronouncing german names but it's from her but she refers to teeth are the biological archive of an individual and i love that description because I really think that's it's just such a beautiful way to put teeth are the bio archive of an individual. I think it really sums up a lot of what I've kind of been talking about. But this is another really interesting aspect that you can find through teeth. This is especially cool looking at ancient teeth. When your dental calculus solidifies, it can trap like pollen and silica and different um, aspects in the teeth. So, from that it's actually been shown that in like ancient Egypt they had a diet that was rich in barley, wheat and dates and that's because of pollen that they were able to get from the dental plaque that had calcified on the tooth. Also, there's evidence of controlled fire from 790,000 years ago in Israel. Wow. And they discovered that through finding cooked starches in dental calculus, which is similar to a case in El Cedron, Spain. Again, bad pronunciation, trying my best. But I think that what's really cool about the dental calculus aspect is whereas carbon isotopes can give you an idea of what types of plants they were eating, the pollen that you can extract from the dental calculus can show you way more detail of what exactly they were eating like how they could tell in Egypt it wasn't just oh they eat this certain kind of food it was they know that they were eating barley wheat and dates on a regular basis and that was a primary
4: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. portion
3: of their diet so that's a really interesting aspect of how teeth preserve over time where even your plaque on your teeth just sets in, and you can still extract like pollen from millions of years ago. That's fucking right. crazy. Yeah, that's really like cool. you're looking that's, at yeah. pollen from what? If you take the earliest found tooth, six million years ago, I right. don't think there was any anything preserved on that tooth. But you're looking at millions year old pollen. That's so cool. I know it's amazing. Like, Arches are like silica. It's really really interesting, and I haven't delved a ton into this topic because recently I've been really into microware and before that I was into stable isotopes so mm-hmm. I still have a lot to learn on this topic but I found that to be really really fascinating and really cool information and then there was also a case I wrote down the years of this yeah 6500 years ago there was a human mandible from Slovenia that was found and mm-hmm. they had a canine crown that showed a filling in it Whoa. and the filling was beeswax
0: wax. Yeah. Wow. So they had some so it implies that they had Makes some sense. kind of solution for like a toothache or a cavity.
3: Mhm. And 6,500 years ago. I wrote down some dates cuz I'm really bad at like putting into context the time scale of like how we evolved in the time of all of Earth's existence cuz mm-hmm. it's really hard to kind of mm-hmm. wrap my head around that at least. But you're talking like 6,500 years ago was really recent in like the terms of the specimens that I'm referring to today. So it's definitely one of the more, since it's closer to us, it makes more sense that they did have that type of technology Be but this must've been at the very beginning, at least in the fossil record of any type of filling really being used specifically beeswax stood out to me as being really unique. Yeah. And I thought it was just so fascinating. I was like, wow, that's so interesting. That
1: is interesting.
0: Do you know that like if it's if it's like a feeling, I guess I don't know if they could tell this where it's like you bite into something or is it a feeling where like another person like does it for you? Like it's a procedure that you like have someone else do on you.
3: I can't remember exactly what the paper said. I would have to reference it directly. But I do think that from what I'm remembering from the paper, it seemed to be more of it was evidence of a deliberate filling using beeswax in order to address a tooth problem that was pre-existing. So they could tell that I believe Mm -hmm. that there was some uh, damage going into the root of the tooth. And they believe it was purposely filled with beeswax due to the pain and need
1: isn't like beeswax and honey a lot of things those those bees create have like anti-fungal antiseptic properties too yeah like,
3: i believe like, they are antimicrobial yeah <laughs>
1: yeah can you so google you make that sense. that's cool
4: gerbil?
3: fucking gerbil get on it <laughs> my god
4: <laughs> See, um, take about. your fucking hat off.
1: No, <laughs> I don't know why that would matter at You take that hat off. <laughs> it actually
2: is kind of fucking up my, my earphones.
1: Another
0: thing that I, I thought of when you had said that the Egyptians were eating um, wheat and barley, I was like, okay, barley you could boil that and eat it, but wheat you probably have to process. So you have it implies that there was like this process for processing wheat, you know, at, mm-hmm. at that time, and then. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, let's go look for the things that would show what they were doing. And you can unravel the, the mystery of it So from these, like, pollens. And it's so weird. Like, it's just, I would never think to look at the teeth, but I'm glad someone else did.
1: It's weird that we keep stripping all this stuff off of our teeth all the time to That's have them right. white. So no one's going to know about us at all. Yeah. <laughs> these people ate bleach. What the fuck? No wonder they're all fucked up, you know, they'll be like, these people ate bleach and hydrogen peroxide, I think, a lot or something. And
0: ground their I grind my teeth in my sleep it's like, (laughs) oh, it's high stress life grinding your teeth away.
3: And most likely. Uh,
2: Beeswax is antibacterial and antifungal, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) You were saying something before how they could tell like what, you know, what they ate specifically. Can they tell like how it was prepared Mm. through the teeth? Like if they boiled it or roasted it or sprinkled
3: it i don't believe that i know the answer to that question i don't think that i Mm. know whether they could i was
4: just curious
3: usually with what's stored in the plaque it's such small portions maybe with like a portion such as like beeswax or something
2: i i see what you mean yeah
3: and you can also um uh you can also yeah like make inferences like oh well you can't just be gnawing on a stick of wheat so right. it makes sense right. that you can infer that yeah. they're um, yeah. processing it in some way to make it easier for digestion
1: oh they were just weirdos <laughs> you know oh, and they're yeah. just like this is <laughs> all right i guess <laughs> you're like dude it could be so much better so it's much better <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: interesting
0: i want to know what they're eating in in these ancient times you know 6,000 years ago because wh- I feel like recently there was something that you and I were talking about we were like trying to place in time when 6,000 years was
1: oh yeah we were talking about Neanderthals I think weren't we
0: that's right yeah, no we
1: were talking we were talking about the we were- no 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 we were talking about pyramids the greater yeah the greater no the- what is it the driest period with the um that big fucking flood or whatever that's right and um like 12,000 years ago and then the pyramids and how
0: the pyramids are way 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 more recent than 12,000 years ago, I think.
1: Yeah, but some people think they're from 12,000 years ago originally. Yeah. And that that flood took them out and then the ancient Egyptians came and were like, "Oh, what the fuck are these? This is
3: cool." But who knows?
0: Oh, yeah, that's another episode. At that point, yeah. Um like
3: agriculture was already like 6,000 years into the mix. Right. so they were like well into like that period of human evolution mm-hmm. exactly. agriculture and mm-hmm. things And yeah. things we, we we're homo sapiens by that point
1: if oh. I had like groats and shit you know like uh, tabbouleh you just take the wheat off the shaft and it's mm-hmm. just sort of a little nugget like that's what wheat groats are
0: oh okay mm-hmm.
1: and they stuff that into like haggis and shit I think you know it's pretty much just like wheat off the stock and then you like yeah mm-hmm. you boil it or something and it's not bad like bulgur wheat I think is like pretty basic just wheat off the shaft it's a kind of that's you know delicious. it's like wheat berries we still eat yeah. that today I think that's like the most basic wheat thing is like the, you take the wheat berry and you can eat it and the, yeah I fucking love tabouli so I don't know just throwing it out there I don't actually know but I think I mean oh, yeah. if I was thinking of like oh if, you, if I grew my own wheat could I just eat it it's like how would you eat it it's like I think you can just take the wheat berries off and boil them and it becomes like yeah uh, like you know couscous kind of sounds delish. Like barley. Hmm. It's, it's like barley.
3: They were definitely cooking it or preparing it in some way, shape or form. I don't. So I wonder cool. how though. Yeah, it's really, really interesting to think about. How old is tabbouleh gerbil?
1: How old is tabbouleh? <laughs> Look it up.
4: <laughs> Oldest
1: tabbouleh recipe. If it's like 6,000 years ago, boom. Got our answer. Uh, yeah, It's I gotta mean, be ancient. Is, yeah, Plus all this hippie shit's so always called ancient grains. They must be eating like
3: <laughs> a- <laughs> a- a- amaranth and shit. That this is kind of the reason that teeth are like so helpful too, because they are just one small puzzle piece. But what it can indicate is okay, they were eating these things. And then yeah, that's where like the other archaeologists, the archaeology side right. of things come in, where I feel like they're looking at yeah, what pots and pans together, they yeah. have, right. what are their trash middens looking like? What mm. type mm. of um, cooking vessels did they have primarily? And that's usually I think where the indicators come, versus the actual teeth themselves I don't think they're as good of indicators and I think that that's why it's hard to estimate beyond just they were eating this type of food and they were maybe preparing it when you get into like Neanderthal and like the early mid Pleistocene and the Mm -hmm. advent of cooking it's really hard to kind of get a gauge on what exactly was happening because we can tell that there's cooking through a variety of different archaeological mm-hmm. evidence and then also the teeth as well. But it's hard to judge and estimate like what that meant. And like even with the... I mentioned the 790,000 years ago, there was some evidence based on some burned starches, I believe it was, in Israel within the tooth. But they don't count that as like the beginning of cooking, per se. That's mm. not what people... Like Some people say it. It's kind of up for debate. Like, oh, when did the first cooking happen? Some people think it was 170,000 years ago. Some people think it was as recent as 50,000 years ago with Neanderthals. But the oldest, I believe, the oldest that I've at least heard of is this assertion of the 790,000 years ago. But all that they could really prove was that with that was not that they were actually consuming cooked foods, but only that they were having controlled fires. Mm-hmm. Which I have to do some more research mm-hmm. on why they were unable to conclude about the actual consumption, because I I haven't actually got to the paper itself. I just heard it reviewed and referenced in a couple other sources. And it's kind of a split. Like some people are like they reference it as the earliest controlled fire and other people reference it as the start of cooking.
1: Oh, okay. I see.
3: And that's a huge time mm-hmm. difference. If right. you have some researchers who are saying fifty thousand years ago cooking started, but they yeah. had fire before that, versus seven hundred and ninety thousand years ago is when they started cooking. And that's that's then you're talking like
1: I mean they're tell they're trying to tell me that for a hundred thousand years nobody accidentally dropped a potato in the fire and then ate it and was like holy shit you guys Oh my
4: god!" (laughs) that's why i don't believe
1: it because mistakes happen and that's how we've learned about so many delicious and intoxicating things Mm -hmm. is by mistake so i don't buy that just for that purely like someone tripped in the fire and you ate your friend and it tasted good you know what i mean like any of these things (laughs) right it's like all these things you know or like lightning strikes you find you fucking find a moose who died on top of it and you're like that smells delicious i I don't know like i just feel like there would have been some weird accidents by then you know yeah just saying, it, i think just saying. it makes the
3: most sense if they used well. a
1: controlled fire if that happened yes yeah, which someone, we know it somebody, did somebody dropped. Something in the yeah. fire and was like, Oh my god, this is good. Yeah, I
2: mean, that's like our instinct. You, you make a fire and then you 100%. throw things into it and yeah. see what happens to And them. I'm
1: sorry, baked potatoes are better than not baked potatoes. So you know, you know the
3: nutritional quality is so yeah. much more significant with cooked foods. And that's mm-hmm. why cooked foods like took off human evolution. Like things like things got crazy yeah. with us after that so fast because mm-hmm. our bodies just couldn't even catch up mm-hmm. with all the changes that are happening with cooking, but it's so beneficial because like cooked plants you're getting so much more nutrients than uncooked cooked meat you're getting um, like less pathogen exposure i'm not sure about the nutrient um, relationship within meat being cooked Mm. but it's, it's really interesting how that then is reflected in our teeth and diet. Cause you can really see how our body's like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're not ready for this. Like, oh, so yeah. let's say we just started cooking 790,000 years ago, but we've been around for so much longer than that. It's such a, like a snap of right. the frame where our bodies are like, our teeth are like, oh, this is just the size I am. But our jaws are like, oh, we don't have to grow that much anymore. So we're just going to chill out a little bit and become smaller and that's less energy to build the bones. And that's the main reason also that we don't, um, at least from my understanding, that we don't regenerate teeth is because it's a shit ton of energy to rebuild the teeth. Like it's a lot of work. Mm. And the way that we use our teeth. For like mortar and pestle type actions of grinding and chewing and breaking down, that's a lot different than animals like sharks or alligators that do regenerate teeth that are more like tearing and ripping and they can- Carnivores. Yeah, and like their teeth, like the reason they do regenerate is because it takes way less energy. They don't have teeth like ours. They're like little, little like triangles. They're exactly. They're way- Either, not weaker. i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know much about shark teeth but yeah. i know that the reason they can regenerate is because it, it's a lot less energy to right. make them so what i am interested in is if they start doing um human trials eventually or any type of animal trials on this genetic alteration so that you could grow teeth i wonder how that would impact like like how would the person feel like i wonder mm-hmm. if it would be like a very physically fatiguing process to have like you're like growing,
1: probably like your wisdom teeth coming in you know, mm-hmm. like your wisdom teeth kind of drain you and make you feel shitty sometimes. You know what I mean? That's and people true. Yeah, you get sick. Well, think they're sick. And
3: imagine a whole set. Mm. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Ugh. Yeah, but it, hopefully it wouldn't have to be a whole set. Hopefully it would just be one at a time after a bako bit or fucking butterscotch disc. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm hoping.
2: <laughs> As one falls out, a new one comes in. It's
1: like
0: recovering from surgery, but instead of like getting cut yeah. open, you're just growing some more bones. You're like,
1: oh, don't touch it! It's growing back. Ow! Yeah, I can't even imagine.
0: <laughs> it's so I remember. Weird. Getting older and my legs hurting, and being like, ugh, I'm getting taller, my legs hurt. And that, yeah. oh, you
1: mean like older as a child, not like 30 something. And you're like, my legs hurt. No, as a child. <laughs> like, okay. I remember I got when I really <laughs> weirded out, I was like, you just got taller? Like, when? <laughs> I didn't notice. No, like 20 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> short AF to me. Yeah. Just kidding. Not kidding. You're short.
0: I am short. I'm very short, but at the time I was shorter, and then I got taller. And I remember being tired and feeling like my legs yeah. hurt, and being like, mm-hmm. Ugh. "Growing
3: pains, yeah, yeah." Great.
2: Yeah, and you gotta like eat so much more. You, yeah, you get like the hunger yeah. so bad,
0: ravenous. Yeah, so you would just be like really
3: tired yeah. and really hungry yeah. probably. I feel like it would be it would be really interesting to see how someone physically reacted to that. Also, it's probably very yeah, uncomfortable. Really oh, Especially yeah. Especially if it's um, a healed-over gum, then you would have to do the full baby toothing uh... breakthrough. but not even with a baby tooth. Oh, now yeah. you're talking about like if you're doing like a right. molar with like five cusps shooting up through the. It's it's like wisdom teeth Oof. again. It's just it just feels like yeah. shit. Like it would mm-hmm. probably be not that fun but also but you got
1: that you got that little hole where the tooth was though doesn't that help
3: like i've got like a you know well you get a hole when your baby i mean yeah like the hole, but it'll still like break through the gum and i feel like that would still hurt
1: oh the gum well if they could catch it in time like i have one that just broke off right like when you first get your tooth out you have a hole Mm
3: -hmm. right yeah before it
1: heals i'm just letting you know because you got to keep food out of that yeah so you don't get dry sockets It's one of the grossest (laughs) part, yeah. So I would think, um, this is my theory as a non-scientist who just has a barely associates in art or something, but uh, I'm just saying I would think that if you had this gene or whatever the fuck would trigger in your brain to make a new tooth, that it would happen while you had that empty socket. It would immediately start to take place as opposed to the gum. uh, It took a while for the gum to grow over. It took like almost a whole Mm -hmm. month for it to really close up and it wasn't tender. So if you think of it like being able to break through, like you said, or them being able to be like, all right, we pulled your tooth, but here's the little tiny nub we're going to put in that Mm -hmm. hole. Because they do leave like a little nub, right? And uh, it grows over, but there's still something in there they leave. They said, I don't fucking know. Just keep the spacing, whatever the fuck. Anyway, if it started growing immediately because it was in your body to regenerate, you wouldn't have to break through the gum. It would cuz it's wide open for like at least 2 weeks dude it's gross yeah, I, you have a big old gaping hole yeah yeah yeah, yeah gross yeah, I remember right what I, and then you get something in there and you're like "you mother... why would i eat rice why would i eat <laughs> Chipotle 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 was like one of the most painful things <laughs> i forgot and i got the tofu oh, no. at Chipotle these little tiny granules that i normally love and it was just like in my fucking tooth hole and i was like i'm an idiot Ugh, that sounds yeah
2: I, painful a, a little tabbouli oh, yeah. would fit great right in there that's actually. what i'm
1: saying yeah you can't eat tabbouleh like so anyway <laughs> so i figured like maybe that if you had that regenerative thing it would not actually have to come through a healed uh gum it could come through that hole that's already there gaping waiting for something to push through yeah, it that's, that's a
3: really good question like like inquiry because I don't I don't know how it would happen but what I assume is you would still have the same problem because your tooth it wouldn't be triggered I don't know how the genetics would work but it would I don't yeah. know if it would be triggered to form before the tooth fell out or else you would just have the whole set waiting to come in and you just have all your
1: well I'm just saying like even when your yeah. tooth is out of your face it takes like two weeks for that hole to even I close think up, the tooth would least.
3: be like still building for like six months i think right. it would take like six months before you don't the think you don't think light. it
1: would oh even oh. could make the space for itself to break through i don't even
3: i don't think it would grow oh. like straight upwards i think it would grow under the gums and then proceed upwards as a normal tooth would so it wouldn't even be up there it wouldn't just like fill in the space yeah it would start below right. where you don't see it you would only see it in an x-ray and it would emerge right, right. so i think it would have to push through because it wouldn't be able to go straight up because how it forms the root would be like exposed and stuff like it wouldn't be able to form properly if it wasn't encased in the gum down here where it builds so i think that yeah it would close up within that two weeks and the teeth tooth probably wouldn't even come for another like six months if that i don't
1: know i wonder if they'd make you put some weird brace in there like you could be like all right put your brace in and it would like hold your gum open
3: yeah gross yeah you need to put, like those retainers where it's like one tooth and you can pop your one yeah tooth in. a
1: bridge yeah. yeah dude weird anyway we're no fucking experts on this but it's kind of cool to speculate all the
3: weird ways you could grow your teeth that. Yeah.
0: it really is yeah. I, I think it's so interesting
3: i don't think anyone's an expert on this which is the cool thing about it like nobody How can could tell it be? you for yeah. sure yeah. you can just
1: be yeah. right like yeah. nobody's
3: can like Who's going to
1: say you're wrong? My favorite science. Tell me I'm wrong. So they're like, we don't know. What the fuck? And it's like, ha, 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 ha. It's like, I'm not right, but I'm not wrong. And it's like, (laughs) put that on my tombstone. She was never right, but she was also never exactly wrong. You know, they never proved her wrong. Kind of made her right. (laughs) I think that
0: that's like... One of the things <laughs> that, like, somebody had to be like, you know what? What if we did this? So somebody had to think outside the box and be like, it could be done.
1: Yeah. I'm just, and, and it should be the person who had, like, four big gaping holes in their mouth. Right. Beaks, so. I and mean, maybe yeah, that's totally. exactly who it was. They were like, you know Because these Richie Richitons with the nice teeth. In the fancy schmancy labs? No, I'm just kidding. I'm
0: no, they. Are, like, I've heard about some like rich people procedures where they like file their teeth down and then put fake teeth veneers. on top, yeah. just because it. Oh my god! Veneers. veneers. Yeah, no, but their the veneer, teeth, I'm yeah. sure, were fine. Like, not. You know, not like to the degree of oh, yeah. whatever.
1: Because have... if you're rich, you had dentistry. They do it with white teeth. Having a hard time understanding facts.
2: I'll be fine. I don't like vegetables, so I don't eat them carnivore diet.
1: You might die. Do you fail to grasp science?
2: The vax is killing more people than the virus itself.
1: What? Where'd you get your numbers? Has basic knowledge got you all confused? It's flat
2: because I can't see over them mountains when I'm standing on my car.
1: That's not evidence of anything ever. Has superstition kept you in the dark ages?
2: Dolls are evil because they have a face and only God can give things faces. Uh...
1: Noodles
2: cause autism.
1: Okay, just no. Well, you're in luck. Stop embarrassing yourself daily in public with brighter brain straps. Just peel the protective film and stick the comfortable adhesive strip across your forehead at night and drift it off to sleep, dreaming of waking up smarter than when you went to bed.
0: Feel less moronic in just a few mornings.
1: Our patented anti-misinformation solution is saturated in every brighter brain strip and sealed with an organic gluten-free glue that keeps it in place on your stupid, stupid head.
2: I no longer believe gingers are soulless.
0: My friends finally stopped laughing at me after I spoke. Thanks, Brighter Brain Strips.
2: In just two weeks, I went from sports fan to museum member.
1: Increase your cognitive capabilities today. Huh? Oh, uh, sorry. Get real smart fast, get laid! Ooh! Brain bright strips may cause slight discoloration of forehead on particularly stubborn idiots. Use appropriate cover-up if this occurs. Some test subjects got super smart and realized they low-key hated all their old friends and shows and had to start a new life after using BBS. Not suitable for people planning on enjoying large-scale puzzles, drag races, or Chipotle. Stop using if you start to look like Brainiac and can start to warp space-time. If little to no effect is detected after three weeks, discontinue use and consult a physician to make sure you indeed have a brain to brighten. Do not use if currently possessed or lactating. Brain strips, brain strips. Holy shit, I can think now. Brain strips, brain, brain strips. So much more
0: talking in my head. Hey man, don't no have a cow.
1: Brain farts. Now I am smart. SMRT, smarts. Have you heard at all, I I feel like I've read that there's certain people who will carve their their teeth into points, and that the pointed teeth people have
3: less cavities than the flat teeth people. Have you read about that? I know nothing about that, but I do know about, I don't have any photos, and I didn't really go into this type of, um, which I totally should have, I love the side topic, but I didn't put anything fresh in my mind and I'm not fluent enough in it to just speak off the cuff about it but uh dental well, <laughs> uh art I don't know how to say it but Modification. modifications dental modifications like
2: modifications. Google it, yeah.
3: go through the research papers beautiful beautiful work mm-hmm. like oh no yeah uh-huh I'm, I'm obsessed really? carvings yeah. gems like just stuff the it? girls in bali have
1: like emeralds and rubies in their teeth as they yeah, get older it just puts it's so fucking they like have every wow. Dude, that's why when everyone's like these kids with their grills i'm like grills are ancient people have been gilding their fucking teeth yeah and they're awesome forever. there's been people who put inlays gold like i said rubies emerald everything like in their fucking teeth
4: mm-hmm.
1: it's not yeah. new and people be like oh oh, and I'd be like, yeah, like fucking calm down. Like, and it's so, you're right, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, And yeah, the pointed teeth are even like really pretty fucking cool looking. I was like, damn.
2: I feel like they would break really easy.
1: I don't know. I, I Like, again, maybe I don't know if you want to look it up, gerbs. It was just, I thought, it up right now, yeah. I thought I read somewhere that they just found that they had less cavities and I thought that was really interesting. Maybe
3: because there's less space
1: maybe less surface space. That's exactly. Exactly. That's what also, I thought. your diet. You just don't have to floss as much. Like,
3: yeah, and your diet. Your di- because like, yeah, your teeth might break if you're eating kettle chips and stuff. But maybe they're like a primarily like terror, because that's like a shark formation or an herbivore formation. So primarily, right, grasses and stuff, but not hard seeds yes. and nuts and things. I think that would be a very feasible way. And if you do alter your diet in that way, no, you can still eat a shit ton of processed yeah. food though. So I don't know.
1: But these are True. usually the cultures that are sharpening their teeth aren't eating sugar and processed food. They're usually like people in like other nations that are just not eating like that.
3: You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or like what, um, you know. Yeah,
2: they're in like fermented mare's milk. Yeah, such. I didn't know
3: if you meant like your friend or like you knew someone who had yeah. all pointy teeth and had less cavities. <laughs> this is like yeah, yeah. Knew. I just thought I read
1: that. No, You know, it, just...
2: it says there you're at higher risk for tooth decay
0: really why
2: and and yeah and they can break easier with like you know your normal diet that's what i was saying because i feel like you're like filing some of the enamel
1: i mean i thought so too i was like i wonder where i read that then it's probably some bullshit then um, some bull
0: honky maybe because you are just because you can alter the structure of your teeth you're already like
3: breaking them in a way so
0: so, Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah
1: yeah
3: I think that it weakens them significantly also because the enamel that you're wearing down, that's like the stuff, like that's like the stuff I was talking about yeah. at like the beginning. Right. That's, that's the 90, 98% mineralized. That's where you're getting mm-hmm. your like super crazy hard tissue. So if you wear that down, it would make yeah. sense that it would make you a little bit more susceptible <laughs> to tooth breakage and stuff like that. You would probably have to eat a lot more carefully or just a certain diet. Mm-hmm. It would probably become, um, habit after a while. Like, maybe, like, an adjustment period, but I feel like... You just yeah, get used
2: to eating with, I feel like, like, that, yeah. Be
1: Interesting. That. Yeah, I wonder. God, I don't you know. You probably
2: what... eat, like, live fish really good, though.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty impressive. Which, you know, <laughs> is one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. <laughs> Gerbil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, you guys ate live fish for
1: real? No, I'm just being Gerbil? Silly.
2: I've never eaten a uh,
1: Did you bite into a live no, fish? Never, Come on, tell us. I don't think so. Okay. I don't Hold think on. so. No,
2: I didn't. I never, I've Do never you... eaten a live fish.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: I've eaten live bugs, which I, that would probably be, those teeth would probably be better for yeah, that too. Yeah, my
3: bearded dragon. Like yeah. She, like she like eats beetles teeth. and stuff. And she yeah. eats those roaches like yeah. no other bitch. She eats heads, worms, and stuff. Yeah, she probably
2: left eats left beetles and right. shit. Like awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. A tearing again, like a thrashing, like a shark. I'd yeah. be interested to know.
1: Like, like me in the future. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If that makes like a big difference. I mean, it, it must, right? The mechanics of it are just such a, like you
1: have to thrash. I mean, I have to thrash anyway because I'm metal as fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah, because they can't, they don't like twist their jaws like we do, right? They
3: just open and close. Yeah. <laughs> Reptiles have a tendency Sorry. to thrash though. Like you kind of get your prey and the sharp teeth like sink in and kill your prey and then you thrash them around to like keep them Yeah,
2: up. just like, yeah, That's
3: fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: Reptiles bro. and fish, cold-blooded killers.
1: Metalhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's cool. shit. I like that. I've never wanted sharpened teeth more in my life.
2: I know. I'm kind of sold.
1: Yeah. Coat and I'll coat them in something.
0: Personally, else. I'd rather be like the elephant Diamonds. and just get more and more teeth and eat like all the grass forever.
1: Mm. Actually, and I, I again, I used to tell people that. One of the reasons I was vegetarian is because I feel like we had herbivore teeth. Like, mm-hmm. they're just made for food that aren't meat. Like, we only have these two little canines, which, again, I was like, Dude, have we always had canines? Or is that just when we started eating meat? It's like, I don't know. We look like we're more like herbivores. Our digestion's hella long. Like, you know, an herbivore, not short like a carnivore, you know. So, I don't know. We don't really have carnivore teeth. So. Right. Well, we
2: can grind okay. with our jaws. So we, we don't need the sharp teeth.
1: I'm not trying to tell people... Not to eat meat. I'm just saying, it's interesting that we look like we have more like cow teeth than like tiger teeth.
3: Yeah, we have like omnivorous teeth. We have actually like pretty much the same teeth as like the great apes. So yeah,
1: we're pretty much monkeys. Yeah,
3: and I mean, and some some monkeys are um, very murderous. But they got those big ass
1: things. They got those big ass like yeah, ah. because they'll
3: like they like attack and kill live prey so i think that that is beneficial for that oh yeah i saw yeah. a chimpanzee really maul a bonobo once it was crazy
1: oh my lord they
0: were up. they just like terri- ter- territorially fighting
3: or something uh they were hungry i'm gonna eat you yeah that oh, bonobo fuck. was just trying
1: to get down he's like let's have Damn. sex
2: don't don't chimps like eat other chimps from like different groups right yeah they do yeah
3: hmm Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, bonobos are another kind of monkey. Bonobos? They're super social. Are super sexual, yeah.
3: too. They have sex. All the
1: time. That's what I said. He was just trying to get horny with them. That's what I said. And then the guy was like, I'm going to eat you. In the
3: female bonobos, yeah. it's been shown that uh, or female bonobos can only achieve orgasm with other female bonobos. And they have nice. a yeah. lot of. Mm -hmm. Lesbian sex, and I'm proud of them. I'm happy for them. Good for her. Makes me
1: happy. Yeah, (laughs) hers. They like socialize through sex and bond. And they have like
3: princesses that come in. So it's like a random girl will come into a group of new bonobos and be like the princess, and everyone's like, (laughs) and they just fuck her for like a few days, then she goes home. That's amazing. That sounds really nice. They also
1: practice incest. So, you know, there's, there's, there's there's like, you know, no, like that's like cats With too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of well they're animals after all, so
1: we can't we can't expect them to be not That's what I mean. We'll stop at that point. It's like it's cool until your mom's like, Hey and you're like, No mom
2: Yeah, it's like ah damn it.
1: Yeah. But, you know, that's their thing. That's cool. Whatever. Um, no, I'm a, I was obsessed with bonobo monkeys. I was like, they're so fucking crazy and cool. Um, that's why I was saying like, yeah, that he was probably just being like, hey, let's get it on. I'm a bonobo. I'm here to fuck. And the guy was like, I'm here to eat your fucking ass. Ow. <laughs> and not in the fun way.
4: <laughs> he was probably, yeah,
1: he was probably, that monkey was like, I'm going to go to the bonobos because they're just a bunch of horned dogs and I'm going to pretend to be seduce them, but then I'm just going to eat his ass. And it's like, yeah, that's what happened bonobos like we're friends and they were like no chomp
2: we're like bros, right
1: <laughs> yeah am i right <laughs> dude the chimpanzees
0: for real though like they're a spring-loaded killer like they mm-hmm. have a lot of other um murderous attributes besides just their teeth like their teeth are not what i would worry about i'd worry about them like ripping my arms off or something they're so that strong
1: too. yeah that's you. yeah Mm-hmm.
0: but good to know that we have similar teeth i feel like that's
1: cool <laughs> I, mean, I try to bite them
0: back yeah, it makes yeah. sense
3: that we have like the most similar teeth to chimpanzees because you know the chimps they're the closest related to us but i found it interesting when i discovered all the similarities between not i discovered i just learned about all the discoveries you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, everything's a discovery to me because i'm just like ignorant and don't know anything and then i go on the internet i'm like wow information. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. we're doing that for people right yeah. now i was really surprised when i found out that we have such similar teeth to all the great apes mm-hmm. i thought that was really interesting so i was like hmm, especially because some of them are more like herbivor- herbivorous herbivores and they don't mm-hmm. eat. they eat more plants yeah any plants are meat
2: So those teeth are good for a pretty varied diet Exactly,
3: we have omnivore mouths, super omnivorous dentition. I'll just say this though it's a lot
1: easier to eat a salad than chew a steak. I don't even understand steak at all. I hate it. I'm like, this is taking forever (laughs) and it doesn't even taste good. I don't get steak, I don't, but that's like you know,
2: humans from different regions that have like vastly different diets, and some of them, you know, you like you got to eat a lot more salad. To get I'm what you're getting out of it. The... No, I'm saying, but you could. Wrong. You know, some people like you know, you like to eat a lot of salad, or you like to eat a little bit
1: of meat. I do. You know. Bro, I ate. I ate a whole like a salad, like the salad bowl. You stir the salad in. I ate like half of that tonight of this crazy pasta salad. I made. I love salad.
2: So when when researchers find Michaela's body, are they gonna know that she ate huge salads?
3: I okay. So oh wait, this actually reminds <laughs> Of a thought I had earlier, one, they'll probably be more like, holy shit, this person ate a lot of crunchy food. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, like, yeah. Really i think visible. so like i think that like the salads are going to be like pushed to the wayside completely and also well the salad's full of crunchy and food. like yeah. our modern diets like we're getting food imported from everywhere so our strontium isotopes are fucking crazy our carbon oh, that's, isotopes
1: are that's crazy. what i'm
2: saying yeah, yeah.
3: right modern teeth you're and they're not going to
2: be able to figure out where like we were from from there.
3: Yeah, like where's the guidance it's like no it's like we're from it's just mm. a shit show in there so i feel like they'll be able to call a lot less <laughs>
1: amazing wow that's really cool yeah you'll know i loved my crunchy foods
3: (laughs) and the adjustments to vegetarian diets in different regions is really really interesting and the ways that they um prepare food and supplement um to get all the nutrients required compared to a meat-based diet when we all do share like the homo sapien body of what is required a place that really stands out to me for, like, a really well-rounded, great diet is South India. Tamil mm-hmm. Nadu, they have their shit mm-hmm. together. Like, I am I work for a family who's South Indian, and my boss is teaching me how to cook so that I'm, like, healthy and eat vegetables yeah. and shit. Because I was, like, bringing bags of Cheegettes <laughs> to work, and she was like, what the fuck? What so the she fuck? like feeds me, like <laughs> yeah. actual food. She's like, This is how you get these. This is how you get protein. This is how you get vitamins. Like, this is how you eat vegetables and prepare it. And like, everything is cooked in such a way where it maximizes its like uh nutritional power. It's fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. also like really versatile with using a like a smaller amount of ingredients for a shit ton of like dishes it's fucking crazy and i was like holy Mm. shit like y'all have it the fuck together i don't know what is going on with everyone else but why are we not all eating this way like it's it's so i don't know
1: i eat a lot of south indian food and african food which is similar a lot with the curries Mm. and stuff like that and like it's my favorite food. I also like northern Indian food, but it has like dairy in it, which isn't actually technically as good for you. But I do like those yog- those creamy yogurt oh, yeah. sauces and that paneer sometimes, which you get a little more up north.
3: Well, in South India, like one of the most uh, common dishes is like yogurt is with like almost every every meal. I mean yogurt rice. Oh really?
1: I thought they use less Oh, I thought they used less uh dairy down south and use more dairy up north. Maybe I have it flipped.
3: I'm not sure about the northern diet and I know they don't do a lot of dairy but Kavita taught me how to make it and she makes like homemade yogurt. Like it's like made oh, That's amazing. Like yeah, good, yeah, yeah, It's the good yeah. shit. But it's yeah, like they have like yogurt rice and curd rice. That's my favorite. Curd rice with the fried chilies. That shit mm. is so good. Yeah. So that is like the main dairy source. Sometimes we have like paneer, but I think it's interesting.
1: Yeah, paneer and, then- and yogurt. But I just thought that in south, the southern part, I just thought they used less of they that. Might. I don't as. know. About the like Northern. it was more vegan. Like, because when I was vegan, and like heart more hardcore but i was like oh i'm gonna go to this southern indian place i f- remember because i felt like they had more stuff without the cream base or without the yogurt but maybe i'm getting it flipped i don't know
3: i could know have- that makes sense they are vegetarian and yeah. northern india isn't right, so it right. would- and they do have like more vegan options the student that i work with he doesn't eat dairy or gluten or anything but that doesn't really impact the foods that he eats kind of, you know like he can right. like he like has, yeah. he's lactose intolerant but eats eats the yogurt still and it's fine
2: interesting
0: i'm lactose intolerant and i can eat yogurt because it has probiotic yogurt's right.
1: magical yes
3: it's so yeah good. lactose yeah. intolerance yeah. is like its own entire thing of like an evolutionary tract of like niche construction i fucking love lactose intolerance oh impact. it sounds like we have to have you back to
1: talk lactose yeah. i know seriously like, it, yeah yeah
3: We all should be lactose intolerant, technically, like, genetically, but we're not because of dairy. And that's the summary, basically. Those are the highlights.
4: (laughs) Are you a fan of all things horror? Do you love getting goosebumps and feeling the hairs on the back of your neck stand up? Then you won't want to miss Michaela Superstar of the Blunt Letters new podcast, Bleed With Me. Join Michaela and her guests as she takes you on a journey through the darkest corners of the human psyche, exploring the twisted and terrifying world of horror. From supernatural creatures to serial killers, Bleed With Me will leave you on the edge of your seat and begging for more. So turn off the lights, grab your headphones, and join Michaela Superstar of the Blunt Letters for Bleed With Me. Listen now on your favorite podcast app.
3: Oh, this is just a fun fact. The average person produces enough saliva to fill two pools in their lifetime. Ha, I believe it. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I think it's... Yeah. Like, saliva's the worst bodily fluid to me. Like, it truly is, like... I would rather have someone, like... Ugh, I don't know. Being... (laughs) Seeing people spit. Interesting. I would rather see someone, like have explosive diarrhea than watch someone spit on the sidewalk Whoa. like it makes wow. it like does something to my stomach where it makes it like turn inside out and feel like i'm gonna like projectile it's so healing though <laughs> it's magical uh, saliva
1: yeah, is I magical
4: yeah.
1: oh my god <laughs> that's so funny that's so funny once it leaves the oh, body wow. it, it
0: totally changes though it's only when it's in your body that it's like got all these really great great qualities once it's out of there it only has what? a, a Spit night. on
1: someone's dick for lubing it up. It's the best fucking sexual lube known to fucking humans. Fucking quote me on it. Yeah,
0: but it's only good
1: for like one yeah, minute one and minute. then it's like exactly. gone. <laughs> Like that's life. why
2: you produce so much saliva. I
1: don't think you're producing enough saliva. I, yeah, I think you need to like really let it build up, guys. You're not using enough.
2: That's why you need those two
0: pulls worth.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Well, you gotta choke your. Honestly, if you really want to, just choke yourself on it first, and the saliva will just come because you're almost gonna throw up, and then there you go. I mean, if you want to be technical. Yes. tips. It. That, that's that's mm. what that function mm. is for, actually. Mm. <laughs> yeah
0: got it
4: mm-hmm. i'm just
0: saying this is a like, really great
1: fun fact yeah. i'm just saying i'm just saying spit works really oh, yeah. good for that and if you're if you think it lasts for one second i encourage you to use more <laughs> spit and uh often you both should just do the spitting so it, there's a lot you're right it's like a group <laughs> effort
0: okay but it works. The
1: jar but instead of buying
3: it. it that way you can just spray yeah, it yeah
2: And just like squirt it off. Yeah, exactly. Have a little like a spray
3: or like a watering can. I don't even need to. I don't need to. Listen. I don't
1: need to. Sloppy. I don't need to. I I like saliva. I think it's great. It's one of my favorite things in the world, I got to tell you. It's it's good fun. We should talk uh,
0: gulp. (laughs) That book gulp by Mary Roach where she talks about saliva as part of the um
1: yeah we are actually we are with Sean remember we're we're gonna have Sean on and we're gonna talk about farts and the and Mary Roach and the aliments that's
0: why it's top of mind
3: that's right we're gonna have Sean from bleed with
1: me on to and I'll talk again about how much I love saliva (laughs) I'll be like it's my favorite but not right now I don't want to like I don't know why
3: it freaks me out I just hate it and when I was in when I was a kid you should read that book Um, and see if you if it it I don't think think I could I don't think I could get through it Do okay
1: listen Okay, let me give you a tooth fact about saliva. Ready? Yeah. If you didn't salivate, your teeth would rot out of your mouth almost immediately. And people who have a disease where they don't have the salivic g- glands working, they their teeth rot out. So saliva is keeping your teeth safe and healthy more than anything I was else. saliva. You can't and do just that. To
3: step to
1: diet. See, there we go. <laughs> that's true. Okay, that's fine. I accept you. I fine. I'll never spit in front of you or
3: drool if I can help it. When I was a kid, one of my friends told me that if you spit in someone else's mouth, it's like water because we didn't have any water at like a playground. We were like, Kid, oh god, <laughs> And I just remember like that kid's got a spat. <laughs> like, he like was sitting on the ground and I spat into his mouth, it was like a source of water. And from that moment on, I was like, that was the most that, disgusting thing I ever did. And moment. I can never get to again.
2: That was, <laughs> was the like, trauma that, that got you.
3: That's like half my like, first days.
1: <laughs> I'm like, open when up, you, were nine. <laughs> you know.
2: I remember I drank soda out of one of my friend's mouth with a straw <laughs> while we were drinking.
1: That's so hot. <laughs> <Okay>. Good job. <laughs> nice job. Bitch. You. That's weird. Weirdo. That's so weird. <laughs> the
0: straw somehow makes it even weirder. Let me try. it. Yo, I'm yeah, gonna pour, pour this in your, to in your mouth. I'm gonna
1: suck it yeah. out with the straw. I'm not in love with you. It's yeah. just some weird thing I want to do, and you're like, okay. I'm a kid. We were just talking about yeah. how kids are weird. I was like, I was like 25 when I did that. Weird ass stuff together. <laughs> oh. I see. <laughs> then you are kinky and I love it. Okay. Also
2: I was on also cocaine. Makes it
1: better. That makes it better. That makes that makes it somehow even better, honestly. So <laughs> thank God you were of age. Okay, so I'm sorry you don't like saliva, but it does save teeth. It's very good to your teeth. Another Just but- that. Some
0: people mm-hmm. have special saliva that's actually even better for their teeth than most people because it keeps them from getting cavities. Mm-hmm.
4: Ooh. Mm-hmm.
0: so mm-hmm. those people are lucky i'm not one of those yeah people. i'm not one of them either but yeah they'll be like i haven't had a cavity since i was like 13 years old and they're like 45 and you're like what the fuck I'm like i don't even go to the dentist you're like i don't understand how you're alive that's fucked up. it's also just not fair <laughs>
3: just yeah fair. it's
0: fucking rude <laughs> that's the leg up that some yeah. people get Ooh,
2: i got a fun question i that's had a baby true. tooth that fell out like Four years ago. (laughs) John, what? Yeah, it was so is yeah, it was a baby tooth and it was still in my face.
3: How do you know oh, no, it, oh, it, it, like, it was where was it was it supposed in nasal to be. cavity.
2: But, is the adult tooth still up there? They just, just never get the signal or something?
3: I'm so confused. <laughs> oh, did what happened? Yeah. You're like, did you just have a little did, tiny a little tooth tiny like, tiny like tooth most of, of your yeah,
1: life? I've had it.
2: So it fell out when I was in Africa. That's, That's so, <laughs> cute. Africa.
4: That's so cool.
0: <laughs> you have, like a picture of it? Oh, shit. Because you were so dehydrated, you didn't have saliva. Yeah, probably. That's fucking crazy.
2: Yeah, and it never came out. And I didn't even know it was baby tooth because I, I don't go to the dentist a lot and I had gone to the dentist and they're like hey that's a baby tooth they're like you got to take that out I'm like you're the oh. dentist you're supposed to take it out <laughs> and, and, <laughs> was it?
3: and they're like bitch oh, yeah. <laughs> it." what you're tooth like... was it I it think was a, like... it, 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 I don't know
2: what I don't know what they're called it was
3: Charlie was it that was like Charlie. a molar or was it like no a...
2: it was one of the front teeth <laughs> one
3: of the front teeth was it the sharp one or why can't a... you point at your fucking you teeth John <laughs> come on don't be shy There
1: you go. Oh, I see it now. Okay. One, two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that
3: is, so something about like baby teeth, adult teeth coming in is not always will you get a full set of adult teeth coming in. And the most common teeth that just don't come in at all are going to be the incisors, which are the two ones that are right next to your front two teeth. Okay. Your bottom four incisors and then your first molar. Okay. Or no, your second bicuspid molar and your wisdom teeth. So I think that mm. you might have a different tooth than that, which would oh, make shit. that a less than like, like that would mean that your adult tooth not forming there is not one of the normal places that an adult tooth wouldn't have formed. But that is possible that there was just no adult tooth to be like, move, bitch, and get out.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. So it just was never there, probably. Dun, dun,
3: dun. Yeah. Most likely you should never developed that tooth. yeah uh-huh. Look Whoa. at me!
1: You were born with a special gap.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm a super I'm a superhero.
3: That's
1: cool. You got to find a reason for that gap. Like put your sh- straw yeah, yeah. in there, or
0: straw or squirt
1: through it. Yeah, cigarette. Yeah,
2: I do. I do. I do stick a cigarette in there sometimes. Actually, yeah
1: oh i love that that's what it's for it's your cigarette hole you should do
3: popsicle sticks because that's what we do when i was a kid before braces i had a really big gap between my front teeth and me and my uh, friends would compete to see who has like the biggest or smallest gap or whatever That (laughs) by putting popsicle sticks and however many popsicle sticks you can fit like sideways up that was that's your measurement so i feel like and that's what i've something i've learned that from moving from east coast to west coast i've met people on both coasts that do that as well i've noticed it to be a kind of trend in people mm-hmm. with gaps that they measure it with popsicle right. sticks so you should measure it so that when you meet other gap people you sh- you can be like i have a three popsicle stick gap and then you can that's let a them know.
2: that's a great idea that might be four i don't
3: know yeah that's impressive I have like a
1: 10 popsicle i have like a 10 popsicles still i have like two or th- teeth that are missing next to each other at least are three like
3: oh my god i want to see that
2: well i'm missing some some i'm missing a mole or two but that's that's from other stuff <laughs>
1: i have like just a whole big gap right there
3: next time i see you in person i'm gonna ask you to show me your ginormous tooth gap oh i'm kind of seeing it <laughs> that's cool oh yeah uh-huh. Yeah, that's rare. A yeah. lot of people just don't have yeah, these two teeth or one of the teeth next to the two yeah. front teeth. And if you notice, just as you live your life for the next however many years you live or mm-hmm. days or minutes, ominous. you'll probably, you might like, as you live your life, you'll probably notice that um, those are the two most common teeth that people seem to not have from what you can tell from an initial smile or mm. conversation. And that's because they're, they're, yeah, two of the most common teeth to just never form. Well, that's they interesting. They just don't grow in. Your mouth is like, nah, not for me. Whoa. So if I wanted to draw in a gap, I would do it on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can like black it out. When I was a kid, I used to do fake vampire Whoa. things. I'd make them out of like oh, yeah. surf wax or anything that I could because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be a vampire like no other bitch. I was like doing spells and shit in like the bath. I was like putting sticks and like rocks from when did, wednesday's full moon and like trying to be a vampire and i just i remember that there was this blackout like tooth coloring that you can get at like halloween stores and you can black out your tooth and it'll be like saliva proof and then you can just have your permagap if you want cool Yeah. yeah
1: ideas. I had like, I had the weird fangs above other teeth that I had too many teeth in my mouth. Mm -hmm. They said I had a, they were like you have a crowded mouth. And so these weird little fangy things used to be way up high and they had to pull other teeth out and let these come slowly back in. And then they're still pretty prominent. Um, And then that's when they wanted to pull out more teeth. They were like, I don't know, you'll suffer from bone loss. I'm like, I have a crowded mouth. Cause they were like, your teeth will shift. I'm like, do you not see how these are already over (laughs) my other teeth? Like good like my teeth will not be overlapping anymore like i was like what the fuck this is some dentist bullshit and then i left and then they were like i went and just got my tooth pulled by the college because they don't give a shit i was like yeah i hope my teeth move they still are overlap like right here it's like they're still crowded so i was like pull them out give a fuck and they haven't the only other thing too that i i uh, think about is these front teeth here on the bottom because i have a labre piercing and i've had a labre piercing now for like 25 years or so and i can tell it's wearing out my gums like for real like it's totally but that's what like people who created this piercing a long time ago they used to just knock those two fucking teeth right out they didn't give a fuck they just let them go and just have the big because this is like a baby piercing the labre piercing that we know in america and all you know white people, librae is just a baby piercing to people who actually started doing librae. This mm. is what infants get is a little tiny 16 to 14 mm. gauge and then as you go older, your plug gets bigger until you have like a plate or a really large plug. And a lot of those people in those nations just take those two teeth out. And I can see why, because honestly, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna lose those two front teeth. And I've been warned by piercers, they're like, you're gonna lose your teeth. And I was like, I don't care. And they're like, that piercing's worth it. And I'm like, fuck yeah. I was like,
2: <laughs> yeah, it
1: is. I was like, first of all, I'm Irish. I'm gonna lose all my teeth by the time I'm old enough to give a shit about anything. And I'll, at least I'll have a cool libre so people like Ellie. me for having character, <laughs> even though I'm missing my motherfucking teeth. It's like, I like people with fucked up teeth. I like people with missing teeth. I have a weird thing, I'm not trying to be weird to you, but I have a weird <laughs> thing about people with gaps in their teeth, like I think it's super foxy, like I've dated hell of people with gaps in their teeth, like like my last husband had like fucking Eddie Murphy gap, he was super cute, like I loved it, I was, and like even the dude that I, like Omar, he has a gap and he was like, I was thinking of getting my gap fixed, you know, and getting it, and I was like, if you do that, I swear to God, I'm gonna shave my fucking head, I was like trying to think of something he would hate, you know, I was like, I am going to have no hair and I'm gonna... Ah, I don't know, you know, I was just like, don't you dare if I can fix your teeth, and he was like, alright, alright, and I was like, no,
3: dude. It's I like charming. Yeah. And I love missing teeth. Yeah, it's, it's really cute. I love like a couple yeah. teeth gone. One of my friends, though, did pull all of his teeth out at one point, and I was like, <laughs> you need at least two That's a bit <laughs> At least two teeth. <laughs> I mean, if
1: I, if I had a wiener, I might be more okay with that, and find more attractive. <laughs> you know. Just saying. I get that. I'd get that, but... Not helping me much.
3: So sadly, he was a straight guy. Oh man, then it's po- yeah. fucking pointless. Get those teeth
1: back. I'm just saying. I sometimes think how easy it'll be to, you know, perform certain things without teeth someday. Maybe. Like I will totally be that girl taking her dentures out. Maybe. You know, gotta,
3: mm-hmm. un- undo the glue. Blowing your mind. <laughs>
1: Dude, new catchphrase. Yeah. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so at least a sticker. God
3: damn. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely
1: got to make some teeth stickers. Um, So that would be fucking
3: dope. <laughs> I have some teeth art I can send you over. I have more teeth work that yes. I've done. It's just all in my filing cabinet. And I never open it because it's mm-hmm. a real shit show in there. it's scary. But I have to the bear. And understand. I'll send you yeah. some teeth art. Yeah, we'll link it all
1: up so people can see yeah. it if you want. Or we can just watch it (laughs) in private and fuck you,
3: listeners. (laughs) Ah! Everyone can see. Everyone can see the teeth. That's That's exciting. Awesome. Love it.
1: Do you love eating your boogers? Uh, But you are trying to stay vegan? Have you been reading my diary? Well, you're in luck. We have teamed up with Full Meat to bring you... Snots! Plant-based snot balls that taste just like the real thing. Oh, I love that! Yeah, I like the texture. It's so sticky!
0: I love a slimy meat substitute that goes
1: down... Smooth. Just like my human burgers. I can't even tell the difference. I love the salty quality. It really has the umami flavor
0: of boogers. I love that there's an option for
1: my picking
0: proclivities.
1: It's so much easier than sticking my finger in my nose since I barely have any fingers left. The resealable bag
0: means I can have snots on the go. Snots here, snots there, snots snot, even snots. Snats and popcorn, snats
1: and underwear. Snats in your pockets. your Snats, snats snats. The worst thing. Oh. Do not stick snots into your nose. If you get them stuck in your nose, immediately flush out with oat milk and consult a yoga bitch. Damn, this has been so cool. We should have you back. I'm going to try talking to saliva. Mm. I swear to God. No, I'm just kidding.
3: I could come back with a lot of different biological anthropology topics. Um, yeah, I'm into, yeah, I'm into that.
1: Yay. Oh, God, I love it. I love
3: it. Keith are only one of the things that I really like about bio anth, Okay. Because I'm more of, like, biological anthropology and then the subsex of that. I like forensic anthropology right. is what I want to go get my PhD for when I'm, like, 35 and, like, have money or something. Hopefully. Mm. Maybe, probably not. But <laughs> <Good> <laughs> maybe. And <Yeah>. then <laughs> When I'm fat, like when I'm men, I'll just go to get my PhD in that. But I could talk a lot about bones. That's the yeah, n- that's, that's yeah, we love, bones. we love bones. Yeah, bone post mortem specifically. I don't know much about bones, how they function in our body, but I know about bones, how they mm-hmm. live on after we die. They don't just die like that's the so cool. of us, like they change and alter with the surroundings that. Our body decomposes oh i just love decomp and i love
1: yeah same f- i'm fascinated as you see you, like you've seen a bunch of my art and it's like i am totally fascinated with like yeah decay and not just death. like people like it's so dark it's death i'm like no nah, there's something else like beautiful about decay and rotting and the colors and the
2: yeah like nature swallowing everything back up Ugh.
1: the green
3: Oh, my gosh. And the bloating. Transformation, like, yeah. you
1: know? Yeah, the bloating and the... Yeah, just... And the fall. Yeah, and then the... I actually really like the way, like, when you like, seeing skin, like, hanging off things or it's, like, kind of tattered, like, some pretty lace or mm-hmm. some linen or something. It's, like, I don't know. It's cool. And, like, I don't know. I don't think it's as dark. I don't think my stuff is as dark as people really should take it as. It is actually more of a celebration of that kind of idea of like, well it's going to happen to all of us. Let's just embrace it and find some beauty in it. And
3: Yeah, I think it's all perspective. Like I perceive it as once mm-hmm. you leave the body it's just the body that remains yeah. just another piece of matter as with all this piece of matter. You might as well admire it as it completely You're decays a and then leaves your skeleton behind yeah. to like adjust and adapt and then ugh, bog bodies are the other thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
1: That's good stuff.
4: Ah,
3: Those are fabulous. Bog bodies. Yeah.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: I have some PowerPoints that I've made on those and some infographics. I'll send them over to you because I love bog bodies. And I love Yeah.
0: Dude, yeah. Come talk to us about bog bodies. We like to talk about the bog we've done. Yeah. We love bogs. talked about swamp.
3: I could go through some of my favorite specimens because there's so many just amazing remains and really fascinating stories. Ah, bog bodies please come back please come back and talk to us it's been so
0: amazing to have you here tonight to talk about teeth like
3: i definitely will this is the longest anyone's entertained me like yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, right It'd be a two-parter <laughs> um oh my god yeah we i love it and yeah we taught even like when we first initially met like we were just like oh we went off for like at least an hour and i was like i better go sell some stuff but like i just want to keep talking to the <laughs> fucking
3: teeth <laughs> we so over here.
1: i was so excited because yeah again it's it, we'll put up a couple of my teeth my toothier photo of uh, paintings up because i have a lot i did a whole entire art show of like 52 portraits of imaginary people called tiny teeth and crazy eyes and it was all just these like people with, like little, lots of little yeah. tiny teeth and like really like unwell expressions on their face see,
3: that's like a gallery that would be immediately like i need to see all of this right now like, here's the yeah entry. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: i'll try i'll try to find some of the pieces i sold a ton of them which is strange uh and i know at least my best friend has one of them but uh I'll put some up I'm sure I can find Some pictures of them They were really great A lot of them were Mostly like Like French Or the soft pastels On like black paper Because they made Like wrinkles really good Mm. And stuff So anyway It was like a whole thing And Lots of crazy little tiny teeth. Like I remember just being like trying to perfect like how to do these like little tiny teeth. Anyway. So yeah. Link in the show notes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> More teeth. So yeah. Thanks for coming on. It's been fucking amazing. And like uh, thanks for coming back. I know you're going to come back. Yeah. It's gonna be the best. <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and what? YouTube? Facebook? I don't know. We're on Facebook. But like who's on Facebook? TikTok. Oh yeah. We do do. We do some TikToks. I've been TikToking lately. Pretty good. Pretty good TikToks. Cocktails.
0: Like and subscribe and also leave us a review. Reviews are really helpful. And so if you could rate it and engage with our polls we usually put like a poll or a question at the end of every episode um about the episode so check that out
1: if you are on spotify tell all your friends to listen or else and uh go to be our patreon right that's one thing you can do if you want is go to www.thebluntletters.com you get bonus we're,
0: i've been adding so much more stuff like there's so many more hours of blunt letters stuff beyond like what we do here and into some really random science stuff
1: you were telling me some things i didn't even barely remember happening
0: yeah there were some astrology geeks
1: you were saying something with gerbil you were talking about oh yeah that you funny.
0: and gerbil were talking about urban fitness <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: I don't remember that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly i was like me neither yeah. i was like what is he talking about
0: we we're talking about playing tennis and uh badminton and then handball and your game your regional game of <gasps> burn ball oh. which i had never heard of but sounded
1: really like intense that's funny as fuck i don't remember that at all but yeah and there's thanks alcohol there's
0: also other interviews with like sarah bartell interview conversations with like sarah bartell and dr lee so if you haven't hit up the patreon check it out there's a lot of great stuff there
1: oh and we're gonna put the uh video of isaac weissap mm-hmm. up there too. that's
0: right so as, when yeah. this comes out our isaac weissap episode will already be out but you can see the video if you become our patron
1: yeah but not if you don't yeah but trust us, you want to see the video.
0: 100%. Patreon.com slash the blunt letters. Thanks very much. And yeah. Bye bye.
1: Bye bye.